2: see me, here I am. In order for our arrangement to continue, there is a matter we need to discuss. Okay. Do you have something to tell me? If you do, you would be well advised to do so. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bayboy! Four, five, six. V-I-G. Ah.
3: Quite on a limb, and I'm going to say that our next guest who's in the studio right now, Burt Kreischer, is the most famous person that has ever come out of the state of Wyoming. Ladies and gentlemen, the most famous person from Wyoming ever. Is that you? you brought that up in research for this? Yes. Okay. Am I wrong, Bert?
2: Yes. <laughs> I've never even been
4: to Wyoming.
2: But it says here that you were born in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I know. is that Wikipedia? Where was, were you born? I was born in Tampa. <laughs> Happy Friday! Da, 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 da. Happy Friday! Da,
1: da, 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 da. Ow! Don't bogart that joint, my friend Pass it over to me Call right now and we'll get right back to you Don't bogart that joint,
2: my friend Survey says Pass
4: it over to me
0: Hello? And now, just listen to these real bean lovers Our feature presentation
3: I'll take it. I'll take a real bean lover. <laughs> well, kids, to yet another all new Kevin Bean show. This time for a Yay day. day. Oh man, way to rain on the parade early. It's the thirty first of August. Hello, ladies.
5: I mean, just to just say hello, just ladies, I, like a hello, normal. La- woman. I was just saying with excitement
3: because I'm delighted. Hello, to be. ladies. It wasn't in a sexy type way. Hello, ladies. <laughs> hello, a, ladies. It wasn't in a Jerry Lewis or a Beastie Boys way either. Come on now.
5: I was just being let's just be. Let's let's start over.
3: Okay. Okay. Hey, party people! Welcome in to another all-new Kevin Beach show. This time for a fry. Yay! Hey,
5: you can't. No.
3: The thirty-first of August. Oh jeez. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Better. <laughs> just gotta make sure you miss the old days. That <laughs> a little bit. Oh,
5: yeah.
3: Labor Day weekend, you guys.
5: Yeah.
3: I know it. Uh, I know it was only uh, the fourth of July a minute ago, and we did have some time off. But um, I feel like it's been forever since we've had a three-day weekend. Like, they're few and far between on the calendar. I mean,
5: not if you're Kevin, but, yeah, yeah. you're right. (laughs) Um, Who has plans? I do. What you doing? Well, I have a friend coming to town today, Mm -hmm. and then they leave on Sunday morning, and then I have a boozy brunch planned on Sunday. (gasps) So much fun. Living your best life. Living my best life. Just surrounded by people I love and people that love me. Check you out. (laughs) so oh, gross
3: wow. a lot of positivity there yeah how about, how about you little person
5: absolutely nothing and I'm excited for it that sounds good nothing yeah.
3: wrong with that either. yeah that's for sure what about uh, you Bean I'm just gonna try to keep my medicines straight that's that's my only it's only thing. goal <laughs> is, is just <laughs> not taking the uppers instead of the doubters at the wrong time
5: out of curiosity mm. did you crash as soon as we went off the air
3: Wanted to very much, was mm-hmm. wired for some reason, couldn't figure out why. I ended up staying up before going a nap and just going to bed super early. I went to bed at a quarter to seven last night, so it definitely caught Whoa. up with me eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought I would sleep right after, but I did have some errands to run. I, I you know, got to go to the post office. I wasn't going to blow that off. Well, and not some, the post office. <laughs> and some other things to do. But, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough day. For folks who weren't with us yesterday, I accidentally took sleeping medication as I woke up, which made for a tough morning. Yeah. yeah. But we survived. We did. I got a great uh, first date story for you. Um Allie, it's been a while since you had a first date. So what that means is people meet and then they go out together to get to know each other. Or
5: or accurate. But This
6: is a
3: California couple. Last October. If it helps the story. I'll let the the news fill you in on some of the details. (laughs) I think you'll find this one uh, fun.
6: It was Max Montgomery and Andy Trainer's first official date. Things started off well, but almost ended too soon. Uh-oh. The couple had been surfing on a beach in Santa Cruz when Max suddenly collapsed. He was having a heart attack.
3: Okay, so you're oh. on your first date. You're out there paddleboarding. Max is 56. Uh, Miss Trainer is 45, and she is fortunately an anesthesiologist, and she knows
5: CPR. Well, an anesthesiologist. Okay, go on.
3: No, what? What are you saying about an anesthesiologist?
5: They they put you to sleep. Right? So, she's probably not going to be good at waking him up. Right, but
3: <laughs> I think she has a lot of experience in the medical field. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Including okay. knowing CPR. All right, good. Which, <laughs> <laughs> Look, the guy survived. Don't try to kill him, okay? <laughs> All right, sorry. All right, so it sounds to me like he's on the on a date with the right person. Because right. she knows CPR. He's just had a heart attack and collapsed and stopped breathing on the beach.
6: Fortunately oh. for him, his date, Andy, is a doctor. She ran to his side and checked for a heartbeat, but there was no polls so she started cpr i wasn't thinking about anything other than just taking care of him
1: i happen to be with the right person at the right time
6: even to a trained professional this situation was unlike any other
3: by the way i was trying to figure out why the uh first of all dynamic reporting from this yeah of, uh newscaster second of all they were just on skype i'm trying to figure out why
5: it sounded like they were in space yeah they were in a tunnel somewhere it
3: was doing It was very weird. And it was also weird. I don't know. They didn't show the question. They just showed the doctor's answer of I wasn't thinking anything other than trying to resuscitate him because what else should she or could she have possibly been
5: thinking about it? Right, what was the question? What were you thinking about? Like, yeah. that's the weakest question ever. <laughs> it's so dumb in this situation. This is one question where there's literally
3: nothing else you would be thinking oh. about except, can I help this person get back come back to life?
5: You know, I was thinking, ooh, we gonna make it to lunch? Like, I am <laughs>
3: hungry. <laughs> I, got, I got plans after this.
4: Can
5: we this, wrap it up? <laughs>
3: this dead meat has wasted my whole day. <laughs>
4: all the time,
5: and, but I would say what was different at this time was that I was on a
3: beach. Okay, again, what was oh, okay. the reporter's question, which wow. was, was this exactly the same as all the other times you performed CPR? <laughs> Did this feel like the OR? <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I know.
6: Everything about this story. I mean, it's a happy story and a happy ending, but... What's going on? The life and death moment was captured on camera by an L.A.-based photographer who happened to be recording a time-lapse. Minutes later, paramedics arrived and rushed Max to a hospital, using a defibrillator along the way to shock him back to life.
3: All right, here's the most remarkable part of the story for me. I'm no doctor, but how long can you go without a pulse? Gosh, how quick? How 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 long do you have when they're using the defibrillator on you, or the the mouth to mouth, or whatever they're trying to do to bring you, you get your heart beating again? How
5: long can you be there, essentially dead? I wouldn't think long, but uh, I I guess you're asking that question because it was a while.
0: It took the sixth shot before I came back, and so that's between I think like twelve and seventeen minutes of that I uh-huh. without a pulse.
5: Between no. and 17 minutes. Oh my goodness.
3: That's a super long time to be dead, you guys.
5: And uh-huh. maybe get a new defibrillator, right? <laughs> maybe it's just not working. That's a hard word, yeah, too. Real not- hard. It
6: is. If not for Andy's CPR, Max likely would have died. I. You know, I say I hit the life lottery. After surgery and several months of recovery, Max is feeling better than ever and working with Andy to train others in CPR. Oh. You may be wondering, after all of that, if there was a romantic connection.
3: Okay, yeah. now. Uh, yes! Here's my question. Let's say that max was not feeling the date at all <laughs> let's say that he had decided before he even went into the water he's like right. this chick's a dud i've just yeah. got to get through this and yeah. just say, say goodbye and thank god i'm out of her life yeah and then she
5: saves his freaking life on the beach yeah you gotta marry her
3: he's gotta, <laughs> he's he's gotta at least <laughs> stay with her for three months before yes. they break up right i mean you owe her so what happened
6: max shares what he said to andy from his hospital bed
0: i totally understand if you run for the hills she's like nope this is where i want to be and um i say my heart healed from the inside out i'm so lucky that i've been we've been madly in love ever since
5: how about that no madly that's in love so but what a crappy first kiss, am I right? <laughs> well, that's the
3: thing—is that was their first kiss. You're absolutely <laughs> right. But they did get a do-over a few weeks after the surgery. He was recuperated. They were they were on the beach, just talking, and she said, "You can kiss me for real now." And uh, they had a do-over, and like I, like he said in the piece there from Space, they are um, they're madly in love and still together. How, how's that for an adorable first date story?
5: How has this not been? a movie yet when was this like two months ago right
3: october it happened last october
5: yeah someone's got to get on this
3: and the uh, the pictures by the way of him uh, they showed photos of him in the hospital i mean they you know i don't know what they did if he got a heart transplant or whatever but he's got that that zipper right down his chest you know what i mean it looked like they definitely cracked him open and yeah. they said he was in the hospital for a long time recovering Wow. so he had something serious going on
5: well that's lovely
3: but there you go there's a nice story to start the day all right let's talk about today's all new kevin Bean show shall we
5: it's Friday, Friday. What is wrong fry, with you? Yeah.
2: It's Friday, yeah, 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 yeah. Friday, <laughs> Friday. Yeah, yeah. Right? Gotta down fry, right?
3: Friday? Thank you, DJ Omar Khan. He knows uh, what's up.
1: What? Oh, Omar? Damn it, Omar. Why would Omar do
3: that? Because he's a good American, that's why. Cheers with Beer Mug on the program today. I'm very much looking forward to that. He went back to the bar in the Valley and talked to people about the worst day they ever had at school. Mm-hmm. Boy, there's a lot of things that can go wrong in those 12 years that you're going to school, man. Also, Allie, this is uh, this is based on a conversation you had with your friends recently about the most petty reason you broke up with someone. Yeah. It's been a while since we've uh, revisited Deal Breakers. We'll do that on the show today. We've got a great batch of viral videos for you with the Kevin Bean Internet Roundup. Our friend Matt Money-Smith joins us on the program from the Dodgers station, AM 570. The Dodgers are in the final month of the season now, and... They better goddamn make the playoffs, I'll tell you that. They lost last night, but they got a big, big series against the Diamondbacks continuing this weekend. So we'll find out how Matt is feeling about the final weeks of the 2018 baseball season on the program today. Uh, Keep it 100 on the program since it's uh, Friday. And we're very excited about this. It's hard to believe it's been a year already. But this weekend is National Cover Song Day.
5: Kids love it.
3: Who doesn't love a good cover song?
5: And who doesn't know that a lot of these are actual cover songs me when you of- when you play these songs I'm like wait what because it's the version you know. Yes. It's a hit you grew up with. Yes. Right.
3: Yeah, a great song. It's hard to keep it down, man. A lot of times other people will have a crack at it. And, you know, there are some songs that have been hits, you know, every 10 years, five decades in a row because they're just good songs. Yeah. So anyway, I'm really looking forward to it. You can call and leave yours on the Afro line if you've got a favorite cover song you want us to play. That's three two afro We'll include some of your texts and emails as well. But we're going to get right to that and kick it off with a great cover. And Allie's got What's Happening Next right after this on K Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock. Allie's here with our first look at what's happening.
5: Uh, Well, I love a good gimmick, and this sounds like a great gimmick. Metallica is launching its own whiskey. But here's why it's different from other whiskeys. The band claims it is shaped by blasting its music directly into the distilled spirit. <laughs> a former West Point chemistry professor collaborated with them on this whiskey, it's called Blackened, which rolls out to select states this fall. Here's how they do it. They blare a playlist of Metallica tracks, hand-picked by the band, that results in low hertz sound waves so intense that it actually enhances the molecular interaction of the whiskey and alters its flavor.
3: I would like to see the science on that.
5: I agree. But if you're interested, it's a blend of bourbons, rye, and other whiskies that end up in black brandy barrels during its final stages and then from there, a special subwoofer amplifies the low notes in the band songs to shape the flavor.
3: Do you think dumb question maybe? Do you think Metallica chose whiskey because they sang whiskey in the jar, which by the way, coincidentally was a cover song of a th- cover version of a Thin Lizzy song.
5: I think they picked whiskey because they're badass dudes and they're not going to paint, like, they're not going to go, hmm, should we do a rosé? I just think (laughs) Metallica whiskey just sounds bitchin'.
3: How about a delightful uh, craft beer from Metallica?
5: (laughs) I mean, uh, that's fine. It's better than a rosé. Whiskey
3: does sound like, uh, more than a I guess. I just think it's funny that they have a song called Whiskey the Jar, and here they are making their own
5: whiskey. I like it. The whiskey is going to be priced at $43. We'll roll out this fall in california so i mean i'll drink it because sure. you know that i was almost in metallica right for a little bit um yes yeah do we,
3: uh, chip do we have a do we have
5: Ally's audition from the from the time she was on uh, metallica? i don't know oh i thought, thought you always had it yeah, Bean? Yeah, i'm I sorry
3: it. i do but i'm very busy
5: okay do you want me to do it live yes okay i can i can redo my audition because yeah, they were yeah. like Ally, i just want you to do any song off the top of your head and i All said right. no problem
2: Darkness imprisoning me All that I see Absolute horror I cannot live I cannot die
5: And they were like You've got to leave the room And I was like Metallica I
3: mean James was humbled When he heard that
5: He was But he also was like I just I'm thinking about whiskey And I need you to leave
3: It was a crisis of confidence Next time he had to take the stage Because now he had
5: something To live up to It's true It's true And I'm sorry to anyone That just heard that And was not Not quite ready (laughs) Some birthdays for ya Remember Debbie Gibson? I sure do. Well, she's Deborah Gibson now, so mm-hmm. let's get that straight. Remember when Ricky Schroeder went through that? He was Ricky Schroeder, then he was Rick Schroeder. Please right. take him seriously, but now he's yeah. back to Ricky. I can't keep up. So it's Deborah Gibson's birthday, as well as Richard Gere, Chris Tucker, and Marsha Clark, and that's what's happening.
3: The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. There are a lot of awful cover songs, <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk about right <laughs> here. Um, i will go first because bruce willis can be a good actor right and i know that he loves music and wants to be a musician but like john goodman maybe he shouldn't be he took one of the most soulful songs of all time by the staple singers called respect yourself and bruce willis somehow was so famous at the time He managed to make this a top 10 hit. What? Bruce Willis himself singing Little Staple Singers, Respect Yourself.
2: yourself. I mean, that's
3: that's every average bar band you've ever heard right
5: you just said that was a top 10 hit
3: it was yeah what
5: when where in was the, i
3: 1987 at the height of his fame with moonlighting
5: and oh I think, good lord
3: yeah bruce willis uh, singing ladies and gentlemen we apologize that you had to hear that oh. i'm glad you're in here dave because you've got somebody who's not known as a singer and she's certainly <laughs> not known for having great taste in cover songs what's your pick for one of your worst cover songs
1: Well, Bean, remember we went to go see a little movie called Crossroads that that starred Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. And in that movie, she decided to perform a song titled I Love Rock and Roll. (laughs) And let's just say it was not very good.
0: All right.
2: You
3: know, uh, uh, you know what Britney doesn't have is rock and roll in her bones, in mm-hmm. her blood. She, <laughs> yeah. just, she just does it. But I yeah. want
1: to give an honorable mention to Fall Out Boy doing the Ghostbusters theme because that was awful. Or a Michael Jackson song. Anything they cover is usually just bad.
3: Um, wow. Their Ghostbusters theme was not good. <laughs> no, I, I no, agree with you was. on that. Um, I'm hoping we'll run out of time for, uh, for Allie's picture. No, here. no,
5: uh, I think we'll go. Let's can, keep going can, around the go. room.
3: Oh, well, right. wait, Christine's here now. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and let her get up here first. This is a producer, <laughs> Christine. How are you? What what have you chosen?
2: This song is just so, I, I can't believe it actually happened. In,
4: if you grew up in LA in particular in the early nineties, there was a really, really difficult time if you lived in like Los Angeles or South Los Angeles and Public Enemy came out with 911 as a joke, Mm -hmm. and that song, even though Flavor Flav's delivery
6: is just kind of upbeat and stuff, it's it's got a very serious message, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Freaking Duran Duran, who I also love, covered that song. Oh
5: no! And I
2: think.
3: The problem with that is not only that they're super white and super British, they miss the tone of the thing. Completely. Yeah, it's just tone deaf is what it is because that song was a statement. Yeah. About a particular, I mean, that was uh, written from the heart from Chuck D and Public Enemy about what their lives were like. Right. And Duran Duran just glossed over all of that. Kevin is uh, out today, but let's play his because he never stops. Anytime cover songs ever come up in conversation, Kevin never stops talking about the one he laughs at every time he hears it. And we've had a lot of success uh, with the band Korn here on K Rock over the years, but maybe them trying to funk it up with the cover of Cameo's Word Up wasn't the best thing.
5: Not I mean, That's they're, not, they're trying, not but... Not necessary. But I don't stop. it. Oh, Christine. Get out. Allie, I'm sorry we're not going to have time for your song, okay, but we do... You know what? Do, I, I have no, time. No, I got no, one here from, time. The,
3: from the 661. A listener writes in and says, Hey, can we hear some of Allie's favorite cover song, Dwight Yoakam? Oh, You'll geez. recall that he covered Prince's Purple mm. Rain. And I remember Allie was a huge fan. Let's hear some of that.
2: I wanted to see
5: Okay, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. You know,
3: but- I think I think what we're learning between that and the Duran Duran is that maybe white people shouldn't cover black people's songs.
5: Well, that brings me to my song. Thank you okay. for for doing that. All right. Um, here's the thing: I would listen to that cover by Dwight Yoakam. Every day, all day, if I didn't have to hear Taylor Swift butcher a How soul classic you? from How 1978, and bad enough, Oof. she made it lethargic and <laughs> pathetic and just stripped down and awful, you changed the iconic lyrics of 21st <laughs> of September. So you made it the 28th of September because that's when you start dating your boyfriend F you Taylor Swift so hard. Uh, 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 yeah. I'm
2: angry. Look, look,
3: look. I, I,
5: uh, it wouldn't. You be can't, in, you can't it, defend it.
3: It wouldn't be in my top hundred favorite Taylor Swift performances, <laughs> okay? But is it that bad? Yes. yes. And yeah, the pe- and the people have spoken. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Ladies and gentlemen, our good friend Beer Mug is in studio. Woo! Good morning, everybody. It's time for Cheers with Beer Mug. Woo! Beer Mug,
1: he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame.
0: What do you what do you <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are
1: glad he came. Oh Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that,
3: well first of all uh, refresh our memories once again. Where where do you go to tape the cheers with Beer Mug every week?
0: The lovely Exclusive, hard to get into O'Grady's and Granada Hills. Real In hard? other words,
3: anyone Not, can just walk in. Yeah, out the me, street, pretty much. Right? Okay. What are they? Uh, what are they famous for? Do they have a signature drink or anything like that, or do people just go there because uh, it's cheap and they get drunk fast? What's the? They what's got the a deal? great
0: dart league going on. Oh yeah, want? if you play darts, oh, Ali. Wow. I play d- darts.
5: Sure.
3: What? <laughs> and, and how are you received when you walk through the swinging doors up front? Do they, are people excited every week when Mug shows up with his K-Rock microphone?
0: Just like Norman cheers. Yeah. Everybody knows oh, my name. That. That's nice. Warm greetings all Good. around.
3: That's great. All right, what was your topic this week, Beer Mug?
0: Well, uh, I wanted to find out, you know, since we're going back to school, this is uh, Labor Day weekend coming up and we're going back to school, what uh, the most embarrassing uh, moment in their school uh, past was pretty much Ooh. pretty much relating to their worst day yeah so you take people who are already drinking their sorrows
3: away because their lives are bad now and you make you force them to remember when their lives were bad in the past
0: yeah it was a little hard at first but uh you know the more drinks they take down the easier it is to communicate all right let's hear what they had to say what is the most embarrassing thing that happened to you in school
5: oh, I was the mascot for a while. That was pretty embarrassing because no one knows who's in the mascot costume. But yeah, so no one knows who's in there and they'll start messing with you. And then it's like one of my friends dropped a mess with me and I called them by like a nickname that no one knew. And they're like, oh, I now know who's in the mascot costume. And I'm like, yeah, don't mess with me right now.
2: Kindergarten, first grade, when I f- myself.
5: <laughs>
2: because I didn't know anybody in the class and I got scared.
5: Aww.
0: Does he still f- himself when he gets scared at this age?
5: I hope not.
0: <laughs> Ramona, what's the most embarrassing thing that happened to you in school? Um, I was in drama class in eighth grade, and I forgot the lyrics to a Celine Dion song, and then a bird pooped on my head. <laughs> all at once? Yes, all at once. That's almost good luck, though, right, if a bird poops on you? Yeah, but I didn't remember the lyrics, so.
6: <laughs> I played softball in school, and I hit myself in the helmet with the bat really hard one time. <laughs>
2: I was the only kid to have armpit hair only on one arm for, like, two years.
6: What?
0: So people
2: would always ask me to show it. It was my right arm. I uh, sneezed and farted at the same time.
0: Oh. What's the most embarrassing thing ha- you have happened? At- Let me take that. Whoa! Uh, I
6: started my period my first day of freshman year. Oh, my oh. first ever period.
0: Welcome oh. to high school.
6: And matter, what made matters worse was I was in really light-colored jeans. Of course. I, I had to call my sister to come pick me up, and she wasn't my emergency contact, so she couldn't even take me home. Oh. And then she told me to just jump in her trunk, and I don't want any of us to get arrested, so I didn't go with that idea.
0: Esther, I'm so sorry. I'm glad I wasn't a, a girl in high school.
6: <laughs> it was pretty crappy.
0: What's the, most embar- what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you in school? Come on. Think back. Harken back to your school days. I drink so I don't have to remember. <laughs> G- good answer. Good answer. See, you drink so you don't have to remember. That's oh, what they're
3: doing man. there. That's a, wow. That's a, that's a tough batch of Oof. stories there, yes. man. <laughs> Put a lot of hard memories and, up. Yeah. And you're glad you weren't a girl in high school, Muggs?
5: How about now?
0: <laughs> I kind of wish I was.
3: A
5: little bit? Yeah. Got now, it.
3: let me tell you what's awesome about this week's Cheers with Beerbug is we have a bonus track. Because, Allie, did you notice somebody who was conspicuously absent in that report? And a couple weeks. Yeah, Monty. Where's he been? Monty is back. Right, <gasps> Muggs? Yes, he is in full force. And you had a one-on-one
2: sit-down, <gasps> in-depth interview no! with Monty. I'm so excited. Oh. Hit it, Steve. Monty, how you feeling, bud? Oh, I love you. I'm feeling great, my man. Beer Mike.
0: It's uh it's been how a long time to- it's been a long time since I've seen you. I'm I'm doing okay, but more importantly, how you doing, man? I hear I hear you're 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 you're, you're walking around with a, with a broken foot.
2: Yeah, a little bit of that. Gout, out, man. <laughs> Wait, you got gout? I self-diagnose myself, oh, unfortunately. No. Oh, so you're your own doctor? Yeah, so as smart as I feel I am, but I, I'm still waiting on the doctor's diagnosis.
0: But how is it? I want you to be okay.
2: Oh, I hope so too, because I want to run around. I, I have to, I have to run track and feel, baby. On a scale of one to ten, what's the what's
0: the hold on? Mo- a Stop the Stop level? Why was there no follow up to? He wants I to know. run track I, and field. I don't ah. know. It's just I, when how you did went, that make sense to you? I just let him go with it. I just <laughs> let him roll. I don't want to interrupt a genius at work. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. On a scale of one to ten, what's the what's the mo- mobility level? I'm
2: still on uh, about. S- I'm seven right now. Ooh. It should be ten. And I'm looking forward to that. Hey, I'm walking. What about pain? Oh, fortunately, I got rid of it last night. <laughs> <laughs> you know how? Oh, I drank beer, baby. I drink, but I drank more than beer. I had a little tequila shot. Too. Sure. Whatever helps it. <laughs> okay. Bugs, you've turned into a therapist
3: for Muggs. <sighs> He's my guy, man. Yeah. I feel like you guys are actually friends outside of the bar now.
0: Yeah, we hang out.
3: <laughs> great, uh, great match. Thank you, Muggs. Cheers with Beer Mug on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. We want to talk about, you can call them deal breakers if you want. You can call them uh, petty reasons you broke up with somebody. But you told us a story briefly earlier this week that we thought we might want to explore a little bit and maybe take some phone calls on. What happened?
5: I was out with some friends and ran into an ex-boyfriend of mine. And we just chatted, had a drink. Everyone's laughing, having a good time. Then he, he left. And my friends were like, oh my God, you guys get along so good. What happened? Why'd you break up? And I thought about it. And I was like, why did... Oh, yeah. He's a monster. He's an <laughs> absolute monster. He
3: kidnapped and killed a bunch of kids? Is, Is that it, what
5: happened? Or? Worse, he likes to sleep with it at least like 74, 76 degrees oh. in the room. Oh. No, 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 no. I should be able to put the covers up to my neck and still feel cold. And mm-hmm. he was always like, "It's like a meat locker in here. D- damn straight it is." I like to sleep in cold. He liked to sleep in warm. What it was your, never going to
3: work? What was your preferred temperature? What do you when you say cold? Do you like it like sixty four or something like that?
5: Sixty four is great. Top oh. top out at sixty nine. And that's it. If it's it's seventy and above, f you. No. Was there
3: was there no compromise
5: in maybe he doesn't stay over? Well then,
3: I mean, I mean, I'm just saying you can you know business and then see ya go home. Oh no, that's my preferred.
5: It's my preferred method, but that just gets old, like every now and then I just want to go to bed after yeah. so if it was at his house it's like oh, oh gotta yeah. go to the car now that's just a waste
3: now was that the reason you gave him when you broke up with him no did you say look you're great no. but we can't get past this sleeping temperature deal no what'd it, you tell him
5: I don't even remember you the conversation no I think it was just this isn't great is it no all right cool and that was it.
3: But in your mind, that was the main in, reason.
5: In my mind, I'm like, you monster, just laying there all sweaty. You're gross.
3: Yeah, no one needs that. No. I want to hear more about your meat locker, though, by no the way. No problem. Hey, one eight hundred five we are talking about petty reasons you broke up with someone or someone broke up with you. How about little Chip, by the way, who was on the receiving end? Yep of a
6: petty breakup oh, this hurts no. me sure okay so obviously i uh, i have short hair like a pixie cut uh, a couple of years ago for the k-rock halloween party i went as 11 from stranger things it mm-hmm. was like that first season when it came out it was huge it and was a
3: great it was the best halloween costume of that year you looked amazing oh
6: thank you so uh what most people were doing when they were 11 they use like the the blonde wig but i'm mm-hmm. like no I'm like, my hair grows fast mm-hmm. i'm okay with it i shave my head right i was dating a dude for about two months at the time and before i cut my hair i said hey i'm like i didn't ask for permission obviously it's my hair i'll do what i want but i said hey heads up this is my halloween costume Mm -hmm. i'm cutting my hair just giving you a heads up so you're not it's not a big shock when we go to this halloween party right um yeah then he broke up with me a week later
3: and he said it was was because because of of the hair
6: yep (gasps) because i cut my hair short
3: because he wasn't <laughs> aware that all he had to do was stick around another couple of weeks and it would grow back out. <gasps> yep. <laughs> oh, dude. If you go online, and again, we're taking your calls at oh. 1-800-520-1067 for petty breakup reasons. If you go online, there are a lot of, like, Reddit threads on this mm-hmm. and blogs where people have weighed in. Here's yeah. a couple that I found this morning that I think are funny. He uh, He broke up with me because he freaked out when he realized that I am... Left-handed, because he heard that all lefties are sinister. What the <sighs> F? By the way, I devoured his soul before dumping him as his tradition. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Here's one, and I would like your uh, opinion on this one. Mm-hmm. Here's a lady who shows up. She meets a guy online. He's already at the restaurant when she arrives. As she's walking into the restaurant, though, she sees a truck that has a pair of those fake testicles on the trailer hitch. Uh Uh-huh. And also has a bumper sticker on the back of the truck that says, Dodge the father, ram the daughter. Oh. Because it's a Dodge Ram. Okay. okay? So she's walking into the date, and she's thinking... Who the F drives that thing? What kind of an idiot drives that thing? So she goes in and she has a fine date with the guy. Mm -hmm. But when they come back out and get ready to say goodbye, that's when she finds out he's the guy who's got the bumper sticker (laughs) and the balls on the trailer hitch.
6: Yeah. She
3: says, no way. That absolutely killed the chance of any kind of second date. Anyone who would put both of those things on his truck is not a person that I'm ever going to get along with.
5: That's hysterical.
3: Would you Reasonable, though?
5: Um, I would definitely bring it up. If I had a great time with him and I walk out, I'd be like, dude, I saw this car, and I was like, what jackass drives it? Uh-huh. What possessed you to put this on? <laughs> and just hear him out. So and if he's you, like, I, I like Ram and Daughters, I'd be like, <laughs> Time to go. I hope you would
3: shame him into removing both. Uh, he would bite his nails and then spit them across the room. This person says, "I can still hear the sound in my head twenty years later."
5: See, I listen to that, and then I, I think to myself, "Well, you could have asked him to stop it." Mm-hmm. But then I remember I broke up with the guy because his thumbs look like big toes. So <laughs> I feel like I should not be the one judging people because I there really, am there
3: really wasn't much he could do about that either. You can't really change. I your
5: mean, thumbs. wear like thumb gloves.
3: Run, I don't need uh, to see that. One more, then we'll go to your calls at one 800 520 it, I thought of him as a snake charmer because he kissed rapidly, sticking his nope. tongue in mm-hmm. and out of my mouth nope. over and over again, mm-hmm. kind of like a snake tasting the wind no it took all the magic <laughs> oh, out of it
5: oh, oh bad kissers is an absolute deal breaker
3: i think that's reasonable yes i think that's fair all 800 we got uh wow we got some good ones let's try nicole glendale please to get us going she's on line two glendale uh is on the air how are you nicole pretty good how about you are you enjoying the cover songs on the kevin and bean show this morning of course Good. Appreciate that. All right. The topic is deal breakers, something uh, something that might be small or petty, but it was enough to break up a relationship. What was yours?
6: So it happened to me and it was petty. I
5: had just turned 22 and my boyfriend was turning 21 and he decided for his 21st birthday, he wanted to be single. So after a year and a half, he dumped me
3: uh, just because he wanted to be. What did, What is it he wanted to do on his 21st birthday that he couldn't do with a girlfriend?
1: You
5: know, Probably drink and, you know, have sex with other girls, but I mean, I dodged the bullet because two months later he got another girl pregnant.
3: So, okay. <laughs> a right. literal so, you, bullet. <laughs> so you win. <laughs> All right, Nicole, thanks wow. for the call. Appreciate it. Quick break. Your calls coming up next on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
3: First, we're talking about deal breakers that seem petty. You got broken up with or you broke up with someone for a dumb reason. Maria is in Pasadena. She's up next. Line four on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Maria. Hi. Who did the breaking up? Yeah, we, you or him?
2: He did. All right. What was the problem? He said we had too much sex.
3: <laughs> Come <laughs> on. Now, that doesn't sound petty. That sounds exhausting.
5: How much was <laughs> too much to him, Maria? Uh, I don't know. Two to three times a day.
3: Uh, Maria. Oh, Maria.
5: How do you solve a problem are- like for Maria, huh? <laughs> we were 21. Yeah, you should be boning a lot at 21. Okay, so it sounds right. like you're, you're team yeah.
3: Maria on this, what it sounds like, Allie.
5: Absolutely.
3: Look, if he can't keep yeah. up, you got to move on and find someone who can, right? Amen. This is a fun topic. We found out that Allie has uh, very uh, strict standards when it comes to temperature in the bedroom. Amen. Uh, don't make it too hot in there. Ben, mm-hmm. Huntington Beach, welcome to the show, my friend. What's going on?
2: Hey, how's it going? Uh, nothing much. Uh, number one is gross feet for me. Uh, gross feet?
3: Did this happen in particular yeah. with a with a date?
2: Yeah, it, it did. It did. Uh, you know, like, took off her shoes and, and kind of looked like, I mean, a ninja turtle. <laughs> and, and I was just, like, imagining laying in bed and having a brush on my leg and me just bolting out of the door. It was, oh, too, it was just too too
3: creepy. Like you didn't even want to you didn't want to touch it.
2: I was like my kids could look like could have that, you know? <laughs> ben was that's thinking a, of the future, you that's guys. That's a
3: great point. You don't want to end up with a bunch of club footed kids. I get no. it. All right. Thank you for the call, sir. Appreciate that. <laughs> By the way, uh, Carrie in Eastville, very similar, she said, look, or he said, I know it's bad, but I once broke up with a girl because her hands smelled like pickles. I hate pickles.
5: Why would they smell like pickles? I don't all the know.
3: Time? But, but don't ask. I guess is that yeah, probably matter, right? right. All right, let's go to Glenn and Agora, line six. You, I want you to rule on this one, Allie, whether this is a petty reason or if this is a reasonable reason for a relationship to break up. Glenn, thank you for calling. What happened? I got divorced because my wife said it's the motorcycle or
5: me, oh, and there you go. I'm riding all the time. And it was. See you later. Bye yeah you didn't you didn't love your wife let's be honest this this has nothing to do with being petty you didn't really love her
3: really so you think glenn was just looking for a way out and he was she for-
5: probably knew it too and was like hey let me do this motorcycle or me all right good pop, pop.
3: Allie says you both got what you wanted out of that what do you think glenn uh, I don't know. I think my divorce attorney got what he wanted. <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> well, that is for sure. That's always the big winner. All right. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Uh, Justin in Valencia, up next, Line 5 on the Kevin DeBee Show. Petty Reasons, you, uh, you were part of a breakup. Justin, welcome to the show. What's happening?
0: Hey, party people. Um, I broke up with a girl because, okay, back in the early 90s, the um, psychic hotlines were very popular, and I found out this girl I dated for a couple of weeks, uh, she seemed like a nice girl, nice, normal girl. And then uh, I found out that she not only believed in uh, Miss Cleo as a, a legit fortune teller, but she would call to get advice on whether she should leave her job or... Oh, my gosh.
5: But I wonder if Miss Cleo saw this I, I, coming.
0: I right. Her. She's like, I knew you were going to call me.
3: <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> you know, that is a really interesting Direction to go in because could you take somebody seriously, for instance, Allie, if they were really, really into astrology, for instance? You know? If it was
5: more than just a hobby, like more that they ruled their life by it. Yeah. That that would be concerning.
3: Because that's kind of like the Miss Cleo
1: thing here. All right.
3: Thank you for the call. Appreciate that, Justin. Uh, Let's do one more. Let's make it Rochelle. She looks like she has an interesting one on line one. She's in an imaginary place called Oakhurst. Hey, Rochelle, what's going on?
4: Hey, how's it going? Um, I I was in a relationship and it was really young, but the guy that I was in, I was dating him for two months. He said just one time, my mind, my mom likes to play mind games. I can play mind games. I used to do that with my ex-girlfriend. And immediately on the spot, I was like, this isn't going to work out.
3: (laughs) So he admitted that he, that be careful, there was a trap ahead because he was capable of playing mind games and didn't mind (laughs) Boy, he he did you a real favor that day, didn't you, Rochelle?
4: Absolutely, he did. He ended up turning into (laughs) a... Sorry.
3: (laughs) I'm uh, glad you called, Rochelle. Let me end with one text here. This is from Chris, who writes in, a super great guy, but he wore socks to the beach.
2: What?
3: Hashtag no geeks.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: this the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Time for a brand new Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. Yeah.
2: Click that your browser. Pull up your shirt and drop them trousers. We've got shots that need your viewing. and so hard they will start spilling
3: Kevin and Bane later Hey, producer Dave, King of Mexico. Good morning. How
1: are you guys? You've
3: been enjoying the cover songs? I oh, love them so much. I'm already starting to sweat that we're going to run out of time because we're getting so many great requests and there's so many I want to play that I think we may have to stay on until like noon or something today. Let's do it.
5: You should do that, bean. <laughs> and
3: Allie, you'll be with
5: us, right? I... I uh,
3: there's a uh, there's a great uh, batch of viral videos up at Rock.com or com right now. I don't know that we needed to see this little girl adopt a kitten that yes! poop poops all over her. That's I the don't need... best
1: video of the weekend. It made I'm, me laugh and so happy.
3: I'm not sure that we need to see that at all. This uh, Justin Willman video, by the way. Mm-hmm. is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Is he this is he the
5: magician you like, Allie? He's the magician I like. I know I've done live shots with him. Mm-hmm. I've been pitching him for this goddamn show for three years. Mm-hmm. How does he throw
3: a blanket over somebody who's sitting on a chair and then just pull a blanket away and the person's gone?
5: He did magic during live shots on the news and blew all of our minds every single time. Fake. You've got to it. watch his Netflix special. It's phenomenal. It's
3: fake. Uh, fake video. It,
5: It's not fake video.
3: video. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to take your advice and watch that this weekend, but definitely check it out. But we do have some audio we want to play for you. Um, I have uh, been famous uh, for my uh, feelings about little kids. I have said many times (laughs) that there is no sound in the world that I find more grating than little kids talking. You're the worst. I'm serious, (laughs) except for maybe little kids crying. Maybe that's the only thing worse. So the cat pooping on the kid, that was awesome. It wasn't awesome. I hated that. (laughs) Uh, I may... There may be a crack in my armor here, Allie. I may have gotten my first parental flush when I saw this video of this adorable little five-year-old girl Mm -hmm. who is so happy she just had her first haircut. And it's inspirational. (gasps) And I don't know what this kid's uh, name is, but whatever year she's eligible to run for president, I will vote for her. (laughs) Listen to what she had to say about that haircut.
2: And how are you feeling today after your first haircut Great like you can never see what 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 happiness I have in me really it's like I'm eating ice cream watching a movie with Alex and, and my family every family and it's like all together watching a movie eating popcorn and a ice cream with alex and everybody even my friends watching a movie in the movie theater that's
5: what i feel right now
6: is that how happy a haircut made you
3: yeah oh I love her so, so much. Cute. It's just a haircut. It's a great haircut, oh, though. Beat it's it, a kid. Great haircut.
5: Oh, Dave, you can't use my thing against her. <laughs> the uh, <laughs>
3: University of South Wales has some very smart students there, and they figured out a way to take a Tesla coil in a student project there, and they figured out a way to uh, use high voltage electricity through the Tesla coil and make it create music. So that's a very complicated process that I don't fully understand. But here's the music that came out of this Tesla coil. So there's like a spark going from one piece of machinery to the other piece of machinery, and I thought, God, I'm so upset that Kevin is not here today oh, right. because I mean, when it comes to Tesla, mm-hmm. Kevin is the guy who knows everything there is to know about the great Nikola Tesla, and I, I remember just like it was yesterday, there was a time when. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin.
0: You know, figures from history rap against each other. This particular one is Nikola Tesla, who, of course, came up with the Tesla uh, automobile, uh-huh. and Thomas Edison. It's, it's really weird to think that there's somebody somewhere writing a rap
1: for <laughs> the guy that invented the Tesla car. Yeah. Oh, oh. That was sweet a
5: spirit.
1: Because Kevin. Tesla lived in the late 1800s, oh. so he oh. really Dear
2: God. wasn't the thing. Yeah.
3: And uh, finally, on this edition of the Kevin Bean Roundup, what do you do when you're out in public? And this happens a lot in Southern California because this is where the stars live. What do you do if you come face-to-face with your crush? If you're at Disneyland and you see Christian Bale and his family get off on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, do you say to your husband that Christian Bale is the love of your life? (laughs) Is is that the thing you tell your husband? That's what she did, and man does she freak out to see Batman in person.
4: Oh my god, Christian Bell is right there. The love of my life. Yes, it is. It is Christian Bell. Yes it is. Oh my god, please. Batman! Oh my god! 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 Oh my
5: god! Oh my 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 god!
3: I'm, I'm so glad with that overreaction that she didn't do the thing I thought she was going to do, which is to go up to Christian Bale and try to talk to him.
5: Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, is there anyone that would uh, get you to do that at Disneyland? Like, if you saw someone at Disneyland, who would it be? Oof. Like, if I saw Christian Bale, I'd be like, hey,
5: Christian Bale, how's it yeah. going? But I, I
3: don't know if I'd be like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But you wouldn't have any problem walking up to Kristen Bell because you've had a professional relationship with her through this show. You'd say, hey, it's me, Dave, from the Kevin Kevin and Bean Show. You'd be cool to talk to her, right?
2: Maybe. I don't
3: know. Don't don't you think? I don't know. We're not cool right now, so. Oh, are you guys on the outs? Yeah, yeah oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I thought you, I thought you two were forever. <laughs> anyway, it's a great batch of videos. Please enjoy. There's a, a bunch more up than we've had a chance to talk about, but you'll uh, you'll love it. It's always a good visit. to krock.com or kev2bean.com. It's a brand new Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup.
2: Kevin and Bean's Internet Lab Roundup. It's the
7: Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
3: Thanks for tuning in here on this Friday morning. Allie is here, and this is a very special What's Happening that we do each week at this time. What's going on? Yeah,
5: we do this every Friday. We like to show you the songs that are on our playlist. We all have very different musical tastes here on the Kevin and Bean Show, so we created a playlist. It's called That's My Jam, and we'll link that to our social media on Twitter, at Kevin and Bean and at Kevin and Bean on Facebook. And every week, everyone that works on the Kevin and Bean Show adds a song, you can just click on the playlist, click follow, and you're going to have new music every single week. It be something that is brand new, something you've never heard, can be something we've just been digging and totally forgot about. It's just how it goes. It's called That's My Jam. And Kevin is not here, but his pick is from... The 21 Pilots upcoming album, Trench. I believe it comes out early October. And it's the latest track, and it's got a little funky feel to it. It's 21 Pilots with My Blood.
3: like that All right. uh, That uh, 21 Pilots falsetto you don't yeah. hear in a lot of their songs. That sounds you real good. You love
5: a good falsetto, Bean. Yes, I do.
3: <laughs> what is your song? Uh, my song is also a fun and funky song for the weekend. I was a huge fan of the British band Scissor Sisters that mm-hmm. I guess is kind of broken up. They haven't put out anything in a number of years, but their lead singer is back with his debut solo album. His name is Jake Shears. There's a lot of funky stuff on this album. Uh This song is called uh, S.O.B. Any idea what it might stand for? S.O.B. Son of a... You would think so, yeah. right? Sex on the brain, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Here's my That's My Jam pick by Jake Shears. I got sex on the
2: brain. Willpower goes down the drain. Sex on the brain tonight. I got sex on the mind. Mama says stop, you go.
0: Now, I don't
3: have an explanation for you as to why I hate Bruno Mars so much, but I am willing to love Jake Shears doing Sex on the Brain because it's very similar to something Bruno Mars might do. But uh, the whole album is real good. But that's uh, one song I wanted to offer up for the That's My Jam playlist.
5: I dig it. Well, my song I heard during the premiere of one of my favorite shows on Sunday night. It's Issa Rae's show, Insecure. And I heard this song and I'm like, what? Instantly googled it and it turns out they are a London-based three-piece band called Radiant Children, and they have a debut EP called Tryin' that just came out last week. It's only five tracks, but the song that was on the show and the song that I loved we're gonna play for you. It's kind of an R&B soul funk jazz feeling, and it just is awesome. It is called Radiant Children. Their song is Life's a Bitch. It's
4: not the best.
3: Co-sign on your pick. I love that, by the way. So
5: damn good. And that's right? a white
3: girl singing too.
5: I don't believe she is. I think she might be. I don't think so.
3: Alright, well, I, I will defer to you on this, but I thought she was.
5: I think she might be biracial.
3: Okay. She's uh, she's real talented. That whole band yeah. is real talented. I like I listen to that whole EP, it's real good.
5: Yes. So we've got Jake Shears, 21 Pilots, and Radiant Children. And that's my jam. Let's talk some birthdays. Marsha Clark, Chris Tucker, Deborah Gibson, Richard Gere—that's what's happening.
7: The Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K Rock.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
4: is your reward, Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Money Smith is on the phone from the Petra's of Money radio show. Money, Matt Money Smith. No, Matt, I am hearing less of him than I.
7: Come on! <laughs> oh,
3: there God, he is! There he
7: All is. right. Didn't you hear what I said? I said I want naked ray guns cover of stiff little Fingers suspect device and I want it now.
5: Maybe that's why we cut you off. Yeah, exactly. We'll get that <laughs> right on church. for you. you
7: Button sound, that lip there, Allie.
3: You sound remarkably awake. What time did your head hit the pillow this morning, Matt?
7: Uh, I think it was three. Three oh. like, uh, AM. Just about three AM, yeah. Good old preseason, man. Seven seven PM kicks up in San Francisco, so I think we were I think we we're wheels up at about one AM.
2: Oh, my gosh.
3: I know that you're on the Talk Dodgers, and I'm very excited yeah. to Talk Dodgers, but I do want to ask, now that you've seen the preseason, everybody in Southern California has a lot of reasons to suspect the Rams have potential to maybe even go all the way this season. How are you feeling about the Chargers? Uh, same way. I
7: guess, really? I, I, yeah, I think if you were to ask, you know, the big brains that talk about football, if you said, hey, what's the what's the potential of an all-L.A. Super Bowl, they would say, that's actually not that far-fetched. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah i think both teams are the favorites to win their division um and you know just for the chargers they're in a division where you either have a new head coach or a new quarterback except for the chargers they've got (laughs) philip rivers who's going to the hall of fame and everybody came back from a team that won nine of their last 12 and five straight at home and they've got a pretty friendly schedule to start the season uh pretty much at home the first six weeks outside of one trip up to Buffalo, so it really lays out well for them.
3: That is great. All right, let's transition now into baseball. This is about my favorite time of the season every year, even though usually it means the Mariners are out. We're still hanging on by our fingernails to maybe have a shot at the playoffs this year, but I love it when you get down to that final four or five weeks and every game is so important. You start doing math and the Dodgers had us worried there for a minute. They had a little bit of a skid, but then they had a favorable schedule and now they're what? Only two games back, right? Two back, uh,
7: bad game for them last night, and kind of what has plagued them all season uh, was there to remind them in what was a really important game. Uh, they got these four games against the Diamondbacks. They're in first place. They have I don't want to say dominated them, but they pretty much handled the Dodgers so far this year. And again, last night, you know, I think even those that don't pay a lot of attention to sports can kind of follow this one, right? So when you get paid a lot of money to play baseball and your job is to hit the ball, when when you don't hit the ball 15 <laughs> yes. out of 27 outs uh, in a game, right, you get 27 outs, 3 for any uh-huh. nine innings, and 15 of those end with a strikeout, Yeah, uh, that's probably not going to bode well for a team full of professionals. And that is uh, what came back to haunt them.
3: Having said that, that's by nice. the way, it's not a fluke. The Diamondbacks are a very good team. Yeah, they are.
7: And and the do- and the Dodgers strike out a lot, by the way. Chris Taylor, who celebrated a birthday last night, leads the league in strikeouts. And he said, hey, man, I'm going to celebrate my birthday by letting everybody know what I do best, and that is strike out. <laughs> and he did it four times.
3: Matt, let me um, ask you that, uh, that bigger picture question because a lot of people, and I may be one of them, have been less interested in this last few years of MLB action because it seems like... It's either a dinger or it's a strikeout. You saw saw that at the All-Star game. Weren't there there like 12 home runs or something at the All-Star game? It seems like every player is now just swinging for the fence or striking out. And I think I miss a lot of that base running that we used to have in those situations where you're just trying to advance a dude.
7: No, I'm going to just because I get distracted easily. So before I answer that, Allie, I'm going to have you interject here because I'm going to need a ruling. Okay. Uh, Bean just said he's, he's not excited about baseball because mm-hmm. it's either a dinger or a strikeout. Now, I have also been following baseball pretty mm-hmm. much my whole life, and I would have phrased that question or that statement. I am no longer as excited about baseball because it's either a donger or a strikeout.
5: <laughs> if, not- if
7: you were to rule, what what is the more appropriate term, slang term for a home run, a dinger or a donger?
5: I think it's dinger, but I now prefer donger. Okay, <laughs> absolutely.
7: You know, you let your mind wander. Yeah, thank you. Thank you you're
5: welcome. Glad to be here.
7: To answer your question, Bean. You're right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what you get paid to do now. Uh, teams, when they pay free agents, they don't care about strikeouts. They care about home runs. Mm-hmm. And Farhan Zaidi said as much. He's the GM of the Dodgers, and he's you know the big brain math guy who went to MIT. And he says, look, if you want to follow one statistic, the teams that hit the most home runs win the most games. And that's how the that's league works that. now. Hmm. And
3: it, it used to be you'd have three or four or five guys in the lineup who could reliably count on you could count on them for a single and an occasional double, and that's what you use to get the job done.
7: Look, I'm not I, I, I'm not gonna defend the game. I'm because I'm with you. It is it okay. is as frustrating as any on second and third, like the Dodgers had uh, a couple nights ago against the Cardinals before they got when they got swept, mm-hmm. and nobody out, and no sack flies, and no you know balls pushed to the right side to get that guy home. Exactly,
3: but exactly. two strikeouts and a pop up. Yeah, the strategy. You missed the strategy of the game. All right. Um, in our remaining moments, our friend Matt Money-Smith on the phone from the Petrus and Money radio show AM570, your Dodgers station. Who's hot right now and who are you worried about in this final few weeks of the season? Manny Machado seems to be back, right?
7: Yeah. I mean, there's there's no question. Machado looks fantastic. And he had, you know, another home run last night. So he's he's been nothing but great. Uh, I th- and, and I shouldn't say like, oh, it's all good. He's fine. Don't know. I mean, he he may slip back into the problems that he had, you know, prior to this hot streak, but you, you know, it's kind of like the basketball thing. Hey, this guy can't make any shots. Well, I'll get him a layup or a free throw. And that's sort of what the Padres and Rangers seem to have been for Machado, where he found his power again. He's knocking the ball all over the place. So, Chris, I would say, like, of of all the players, Chris Taylor's probably the one because he was so important to them last year. And he's just striking out like crazy. And he used to hit leadoff. Now he's hitting down in the lineup, you know, in kind of like that sixth spot. So they're going to need some help there. The pitching's been great. And, you know, I guess if you want to take something good away from last night, it's that Pedro Baez, you know, who has been – Really roughed up, pretty bad this season. Pitched two innings of scoreless uh, relief out of the bullpen, and the bullpen looked pretty darn good. So,
3: uh, how's how's Kenley doing?
7: Don't know. Um, okay. You know, he said he said maybe it's the heart medication that's kind of got what he described as his adrenaline down, and and he's trying okay. to navigate that. So you feel terrible for a guy who's been the best closer in baseball for the last few years. Uh, who had that heart issue up in Colorado, um, you know, and, and I don't know if you saw the, the story he had with our reporter, David Vassay, but he said, look, I'm going to need probably need surgery in the yeah. offseason. They're going to oh, need to go gosh. in there again. So That's it'll good, be like yeah. his second or third heart, minor heart surgery. Um, so you know whatever that guy's got to do, man, do. And, and sure. whatever you give him is great because it's been great, and you, you carried him to the World Series last year. So that's probably you know a concern there if, if he's got to take that medication and he doesn't feel right. Uh, that's he's probably the most important. As crazy as it sounds, the most important player on this team when it comes to the playoffs
3: having that guy at the back end of a game just, that can uh, just kind of lock it up. It is. I mean, the, the, the best teams are so competitive, and every, every person matters, and every advantage that you have makes the difference between being the Astros at the end of the World Series last year or being the Dodgers. So, yeah. finger, fingers crossed for this last four and a half weeks or whatever it is. It's a very exciting time to be a baseball fan, that's for sure.
7: Hey, Matt. Yes, just, go ahead, Ellie.
5: Real quick, congrats on the Star Wars role.
7: You know, I've been I've been trying to stay out of the news that's, and keep a low that's, profile. Yeah. I, understand.
3: I mean, that's a different
7: uh, And that's, hope that people another would another man, maybe Smith. give me that's another that. shot. Yeah. You know, that's I liked what Smith. I did in Doctor Who. I felt like I, I really yeah. mastered is, that that's role. Different.
3: That's a different guy. Um,
7: you yeah, know, and he, then uh-huh. when I when I was in the royal family, oh. and, you know, and people really it. started to hate me. Yeah.
3: Uh, Matt Smith, the actor.
7: Yeah. That's
3: the actor. All right. You can look Just for Matt. Happy that I cannot protect the, uh, the galaxy. Okay, we understand. We It's I a different guy. You, it's a different <laughs> guy. Petro Somebody Radio Show, AM 570 this afternoon. Of course, Matt will be returning all season long as the voice of your Los Angeles Chargers. Have a great Labor Day weekend, my friend. Thanks so much for jumping on with us.
7: You got it. Anytime, guys.
3: Bye-bye. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Time for Keep It 100. I got to keep it 100. Keep it 100.
6: Keep it 100. I keep it
2: 100. I keep it 100 all
4: right
3: and keeping for the theme for today these are some of the requests we got ali that were just outside texture 100 jorge was number 99 he wanted to hear last kiss by pearl jam good song good song he's streaming us all the way from miami florida we appreciate that and texture number 101 uh chip you you would have been very excited by this one metallica doing the misfits die die my darling awesome would have sounded great as well but neither of them were texture 100 that is john who joins us on the phone right now from hacienda heights hey john what's going on man hey how are you guys doing have you been enjoying cover songs today oh yes i
2: have yeah, I know su- quite a few of them.
3: It's been super fun getting a chance to play some of these songs we don't play too often. So you had a lot to choose from, of course. How? Uh, what was the thought process that led you to the uh, selection you made?
7: Well, the, the song that I normally text in is by the original band that uh, did this the song. So uh, since I couldn't get that song, I decided to go with the band that covered one of their songs.
3: All right. Nice. You want to you introduce it for us this morning here on K Rock? I sure will. It's Dead Souls by Nine Inch Nails, a cover song of Joy Division. Oh, great choice. Have yourself a fantastic weekend, and thanks a lot for listening to Kevin Abin, okay?
7: Okay, you guys have a great weekend, too. Thank you.
4: Keep it 100
3: a great choice from John in Hacienda Heights on Keep It 100 this week. I, I should have asked what it is about that song that he texted it every single week and this week cover songs he just changed it up to different artists. What do you, you suppose his
5: obsession is with that song? He loves it. He loves The Crow. Maybe that's what <sighs> that is, I don't know.
3: <laughs> that is a, that's actually a pretty good guess because that's where that song appeared from Nine Inch Nails on the soundtrack of The Crow. Ali, we always ask you to guess what year did Trent record that song? 94.
5: Thor. Yes. Ah! 1994.
3: Yes. All right. Bonus question. Oh, no. Wh- what year was the original by Joy Division? 82.
5: 79. Not
3: 79. too bad.
5: 79.
3: Not too bad. That was a, a great choice. This is the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. K-Rock. Hey, guys, uh, we've been doing cover songs uh, all day long because it's National Cover Song uh, Day this weekend. And our friend Kat Corbett has joined us, as she does, at the end of the show on Friday for What's Happening. So let me turn it over to you ladies.
5: Well, first, I want to tell you the story because it is huge. Before we get to Kat and she's going to pick some of her favorite covers, this is a big deal. Disneyland will break with tradition and sell alcohol to the public for the first time in (sighs) its 63-year history. Yay! Now
3: The the kids are going to love that.
5: Well, uh, we can get alcohol at Club 33, but who's getting into that place? Super exclusive. And then California Adventure, you can there, but never on Disneyland proper. Well, that all changes when they open up Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You're going to be able to have some cocktails in Oga's Cantina, a seedy outpost swarming with bounty hunters, droids, and balding suburban fathers. This is according to Forbes, and I kind of dig it. They're going to have beer, wine, and quote, outer space themed cocktails. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. They have not announced a specific grand opening date for the 14 acre attraction yet, but this is huge news. It and is. it was always a big deal because Walt Disney himself said, no alcohol at my theme park. He thought it would detract from the family experience. But the park feels that they're justified with the move as a measure to provide greater authenticity to the new attraction. Uh,
3: Well, because if you remember the Cantina Band, not only the music and not only all the crazy aliens in there, is you could see like the blue drinks and stuff like that that they were drinking in there. You want to complete
5: that experience. I I like that. I agree 100%. I hope they have
4: um, ice cubes that are shaped like Death Stars. I have a
5: little ice cube I do too. The mold? Yes. I have it
4: too. It's
5: the best. We're
3: nerds. How big is Star Wars land going to (laughs) be? Oh my God.
5: I mean, uh, (laughs) literally 14 acres, but... It's going to be the biggest thing I think that Disneyland has ever done. I truly believe it.
3: Yeah, it's gonna be huge.
5: I'm gonna live there. I don't know if you know that. Just setting up a little cot. Just gonna stay. Sing on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Um, Kat, let's turn it over to you. Of course, we've been doing cover songs all morning long because cover song day is tomorrow. Love so it. you picked your own favorites.
4: I did. I picked. There are so many good ones. Yeah, and I'm not a note for note girl. Mm-hmm. I picked three covers that I think are better than the original. Oh, like the, that I think they is outdo fantastic, the original. That okay.
3: is a fantastic. And a completely separate list, by the mm-hmm. way, because a lot of times we've been talking today. You gotta you can you gotta choose one, and it's not always the original. It's not always the cover. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was
4: really really tough. But uh, so the first one I picked uh, is uh, Pixies covering Jesus and Mary Chain head on.
3: I don't know if I could choose between those two. They're both great.
4: If that's That version's a little bit more vicious than the mm-hmm. Jesus and Mary Chain yeah. version. Yeah, so all right. Like I'll that. allow it. Uh, my next is Devo covering the Stones. And I interviewed Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo a long time ago. And he told me that when they recorded this song, they had to get... Mick Jagger's permission to release it, Mm -hmm. and he had to sit in in an office with a record label person and Mick Jagger and play the song. God, Yes. And he's like, I was like, what? And he's like, I'm sitting there, Mick's sitting there, and then a few seconds in, Mick gets up and starts dancing to the song. Oh, (gasps) my God. And at the time, said it was the best cover version of any of the Stone songs he had ever heard. Oh my Amazing. goodness. Amazing. Yeah. So, here you go. Devo covering the Stone Satisfaction.
3: I can't get me no satisfaction I can't get me no satisfaction And I try And I try And I try, ju- 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 I, try, try, try. I can't get no Now, Kat, uh, do I understand correctly? You are saying that, as entertaining as that is, you think that's better than the Rolling Stones version of Assassin. Yes?
4: And by the way, what we just played is not the recorded version. I don't know if that's a live version or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you just go watch the the video, it's such a frenetic pace. It is. It is. And yeah. it they just made it their own. They did make it their own, but is it better? Is
3: it essential, as essential as the Rolling Stones Damn, version it was Bean one of the most. The it's one of those Why legendary songs of all time. Why are you so time? angry? Why do you hate Devo? <laughs> Beat it, kid. Jesus. I love Devo. God. I'm just saying, if you could only pick one on the desert island, you got to go OG Stones, Why'd don't you? you
5: just IM me death to cat? Oh, my <laughs> God. you write
3: that? so rude. <laughs> all right. What's your number one? <laughs>
5: Uh,
4: my number one is Jeff Buckley covering Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Amen. And because he just, you know, I'm a huge Leonard Cohen fan, but Jeff Buckley's voice raised it to le- level 11. Okay. You know? But was
3: it Leonard Cohen's version a cover also of the John Cale original?
4: Um, I thought it was Leonard Cohen's was the original. I thought original. he wrote it. No? Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
3: John Kale, I think, did the original version did before he? Leonard Cohen. I believe so. I could be wrong about
4: that. I know John Kale's version, so I'm still picking Jeff Buckley's version. Yeah,
3: and I agree with you on this one 100%, so at least we don't have to fight to the death again.
4: Beam When well,
2: it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall and the major lift, the baffled king composing.
3: Does it play into it at all, knowing what we know about Jeff Buckley, and that yeah. makes that song even
4: sweeter? Well, bittersweeter, right?
3: Yeah, but I'm just saying the fact that he died so soon after that and everything—I think that tinges your memory of it's him and that when you hear that song,
5: still great. If he was it's alive right now, I would still say one of the best covers. By the way, "Hallelujah," written by Leonard Cohen, originally released on his album in 1984. Little initial success and then found greater popularity through a recording by John Kale. Suck it, Bean. You're yeah, so suck You're so mad it. at her and she's... You oh, may mean I doubt myself. It's I what he does. He, he gaslights. It's what he does.
4: <laughs> I've had enough of gaslighting. Thank you. <laughs>
3: that is a uh, great cover and a great one to end. I love your list, Kat. Thank you very much for coming in with that.
4: All right. And you have one
5: thing to promote for the weekend? I do, okay. which is...
4: This looks nuts. Um... It's called the 2-Bit Circus. It will be a permanent fixture in downtown L.A. in the arts section. But this weekend is a sneak preview. 2-Bit Circus, it's an arcade that mixes carnival games, virtual reality, escape rooms... And more. Uh, There's, like, games called Beat Saber VR, which is a cross between Guitar Hero and Fruit Ninja using lightsabers. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is Mad Libs, but I'm still into it. There's a carnival (laughs) game that's a cross between Pop the Wall of Balloons meets Candy Crush. Okay. Okay, and there's another one where your body becomes a human Tetris piece. I mean, that's just college. I'm just saying. So the grand opening is a week from today, but you can get a sneak preview this weekend, and I guess there's a 50% off online passes. Two-bit circus. Look it up.
5: I love it. All right, let's wrap it up with some birthdays and get the hell out of here. Richard Gere, Deborah Gibson, Chris Tucker, Marsha Clark, and friend of the show from IndieWire and Variety, it is Michael Schneider, and that's what's happening.
3: Happy birthday, Michael Snyder. Thank you, Allie. Thank you, Kat. Hey, on your drive home today at 5 p.m., listen to Stryker's commercial, Free For All. It's a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. I'm hearing no music, by the way. I feel like there's a song I should be hearing right now. There it is. Um, next week on the show, oh, Danny, yeah.
5: Danny
3: Elfman. I hate sure. all of it. Yeah, Danny sure. Elfman is going to be here. And more, we'll see it Tuesday. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over
7: to me.
1: Stuff,
7: all of you. Don't that joint, my friend. Now hiring both locations. Pass it over
4: to me.
5: It gave me a proner.
2: You were listening? No. That means I gotta come up with an ending for this nonsense. We put our dog down this morning. This was worse. You know what I your know job
1: what my is? Job you know, is. it's was, is, was,
2: is, was, is. Was, is, was, is, was, is was. No, was. 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 That was your job. Get up. They say, you snooze, you lose. Well, we snorst. And look what we lost. Sit back and savor a little champagne and caviar. After all, someone has
3: to enjoy the good life. Cheers.
0: Enrique? Hello? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. rock
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,